Hello and welcome to another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're in Romans chapter 6 starting in verse 15. So I'm going to read it and we'll get right into our conversation today. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves to sin which leads to death or to obedience which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that... Though you used to be slaves to sin, you have be, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness, and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal <clears throat> life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm-hmm. So as we look at this, what strikes you first? <laughs> well, the last verse strikes me first, because uh, we quote it all the time, right? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, I, I think that, you know, it, it's important for us to understand that we're we're either working for God or we're working for the enemy. Those are our two choices, mm-hmm. right? We can work for ourselves, but that's working for the enemy. Mm-hmm. We can work for other people, but that's working for the enemy, right? Working for God is so totally different, right? And, and Paul here makes it super clear, right? That when we work for God, the wages of that is eternal life because mm-hmm. of what Jesus has done for us. But when we decide that we're going to work, right, on ourselves, for ourselves, for other people, for the world, the wages of that work is death. It's, it's, it's built into the fundamental foundations of, of this world, right? That if we're going to do it the world's way, then it's going to lead to death. It's why Jesus had to die. That was the wages of our sin, of your sin, my sin, and everybody else's sin. I just think that's extremely important that on a minute-to-minute basis that we're understanding you're working for somebody. Mm. Absolutely. I think we need to, as we look around the, the world around us, we see so many people compromising, so many people telling Christians and Christians telling other Christians that we should just compromise with the world. We should just do things more the way the world wants us to do. Follow these laws, follow these things, do this, look this way. And, and we keep compromising our Christianity. And we're supposed to be set apart if we are working for the world. As you said, that, that only has one wage and that's death. That's eternal separation from God. We need to look at that and go, is it worth it to compromise with the world? I don't think so. We should be pursuing the wages of God, the gift of God, which is the eternal life in Christ Jesus. We have something way better that we're working for. With a heavenward thinking perspective, we're able to look towards heaven, look towards the eternal life that we're going to get to enjoy. So if we do things a little harder, a little differently here on earth, it's way more than worth it. And if we don't, then we're going to have the wages of sin, which is death. And, and so, as you pointed out, we're, we're all serving someone. Uh, we're either serving God or we're serving the devil. Uh, whatever way you like to look at that, that's the reality of it. It comes down to you're serving God or you're serving the enemy. Yeah, well, and I, I, it goes full circle back to the beginning, right, where, where Paul says, what then shall we sin? 
right? Because we are not under the law, but under grace. And again, we need to understand that we don't get to just do what we want to do, right? He says, certainly not. Do you not know that that to whom you present yourself, slaves to uh, whom you obey, uh, whether of sin leading to death or obedience leading to righteousness, right? So we have to look at this whole thing. And Paul reminds us that, hey, you, you're, you're, Controlled by sin until Jesus comes in, right? And he mm. takes over and, and you give your life to him. But then you become, you should want to become a slave to righteousness. We have this whole concept that we get to do whatever we want to do, however we want to do it. And I got the fire insurance and it's all going to be okay. No, no. Righteousness means uh, this whole idea that we're not allowed to talk about anymore. Uh, so this probably will get a warning on here, but about being a slave, mm. right? Y- you are a slave. You're not not your own, you're bought with a price, is mm. what the Bible tells us. And we need to think that way, right? Like, I want to become a slave to righteousness. I want to have no other choice in life but to do things according to God. I want right living in my in my world, right? I, I want I want to look at things, I want to look at opportunities, and I want righteousness to come out because I have no other choice. Mm. Absolutely. When I, I look at this passage, I think uh, it's so countercultural to everything we're taught in Christianity where we accept Jesus into our hearts and then it's, oh, good. Now you're saved. Great. Awesome. Now go live your life and make sure you do a few things Christianly so that you have the appearance of being Christian. And when we look at this, um, this particular section and all kinds of different passages of scripture that go along with this, we see that that's not how we're really supposed to act as Christians. We are supposed to be all in, totally sold out for Jesus. We're supposed to be slaves, as you said, slaves to righteousness. That means we have to work hard. And Christianity, so many times we are preaching on Sundays and we're telling Mm -hmm. people that it's not about working hard. It's just about, you know, loving God. And and that's awesome. And yes, it's so important that we love God and we love other people, but we have to also live as slaves to righteousness. There's more to life than just resting on uh, the grace that we we see here in this. Because of grace, it doesn't mean that we get to do whatever we want. Yes, we rest on that grace, but we have to work then. We have to work towards something. And and we're either working towards the things of this world or the things of God. We're either having an earthly perspective or a heavenward Mm. thinking perspective. And that really struck me as we're reading this passage, that we have to work for something. And here, the urge is to work for as a slave to righteousness. Yeah, I, I think that I think you said it really, really well, right? Uh, we were we were slaves to sin, and I think that again, that is a concept that we don't think a lot about, right? It, it's what gives us compassion for other people, right? We were joking on the start of this about you know I was going to preach a, a sermon you know towards some people that I'm frustrated with, right? But what helps us not do those things is when we look at people and we understand that they're a slave to sin. Mm. Right, they're a slave to whatever it is. Well, even if it's just selfish desires, right? Scrap the whole alcohol and drugs and this and that and everything else. That we get to be slaves to sin because that's what sin does. Mm. It has us thinking about ourselves, right? Again, God, Jesus, was so clear. Love God, love people, right? Treat people the way you want to be treated. It, it's it's 
the rule, right? It's what makes Christianity possible is that we look at a person and in any situation we say, would I want to be treated this way in this moment, mm. right? Sin makes us a slave to selfishness, to the enemy. But he says, you know, that we present our members as slaves of righteousness for holiness, right? And then in verse 20, he says, for when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. We didn't have to worry about righteousness, right? But now having been set free from sin, having become slaves of God, you have your fruit, right? To holiness and the end, everlasting life. It, it changes all of our thinking, right? Again, I think we live in a world where as a church, we have... Um, we consistently diminishing what Jesus means. Uh, Jesus sets us free, right? He sets us free to be able to be about the fruit of the Spirit, about the fruit of God, and, and allow us to be free from this never-ending selfishness that just destroys us. Mm, absolutely. And to be set free for a, a purpose, as we yeah. keep saying here. It's not just to be set free yeah. so that we can enjoy uh, freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, however we want. It's freedom to live according to righteousness. And we see that all throughout the New Testament, that yep. once Jesus comes into our lives, once he sets us free, once we accept him as our Lord and Savior of our lives, and we decide to change our life around, it doesn't mean that we're just done there. We have to keep moving on. We have to, with a heavenward thinking perspective, be continually pressing on towards righteousness, towards perfection. We will never be 100% perfect on, on this earth. We're not, that's not at all what we're saying here. Uh, in this recording, what we're trying to say is we need to be pushing forward and becoming yeah, right. more and more like Jesus every day, becoming more righteous every day, leaving behind the uh, the fruit of the flesh uh, and the works of the flesh and, and putting on the fruit of the spirit uh, that, that Paul talks about in another one of his letters. So we need to be looking more and more like Jesus every day, every day and less and less like the world. And that's really where heavenward thinking comes in. We have to have that eternal perspective. The wages of sin is death. That's the earthly wages. We're going to have those if we're thinking with an earthly perspective. That's death. But the gift of God is an everlasting eternal life. That's mm -hmm. what comes with the heavenward thinking perspective. We start to look at the eternal and we put our faith and hope in that, not in the things of this world. Yep. So I'd encourage you to think through what we talked about this week and then join us next time for another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking.